Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, March 20th, 2023. Did the FDIC get caught in a lie? Sam Altman, he's scared of his creation. And we're going to find out who made a crazy, insane Bitcoin prediction. That's today in Web3. Good morning, everybody. Let's get straight into the crypto news this morning. Taiwan's crypto industry welcomes regulatory announcement. Taiwan will have a special legislation to regulate cryptocurrency and its financial supervisory commission will be in charge. So Taiwan has two regulatory bodies. First, they have their central bank, and that regulates their monetary policy and their foreign exchange regulations. While the FSC, the Financial Supervisory Commission, has a broad remit over everything from banking regulation, securities, and futures. Also, anti-money laundering. So while they are going to be regulating the crypto industry, NFTs are not on the table. They said that it's still too early and NFTs can represent anything from a broad spectrum of things ranging from commercial products to commodities and securities. Therefore, the FSC likely needs more time to develop proper set of NFT classification guidelines before it regulates them. Alex Leo, CEO of MyCoin said, getting the balance between experimentation and investor protection is the order of the day. Taiwan, I live there. They've always welcomed blockchain startups. And they've always been very, very welcome to anybody who wants to go there, start a new business, and invest in tech in general, Web3. But because of the fall of FTX, they are hurrying these regulations. The FDIC sells signature bank deposits to Flagstar. Crypto, not included. Flagstar, a Michigan bank, come March 20th, will, will start operating 40 signature branches as Flagstar. And the Flagstar Bank will continue to be insured up to the $250,000 insurance limit. They're going to acquire the $38.4 billion worth of non-cryptocurrency related deposits and $12.9 billion in loans. However, this is where the weird thing comes in. Like I said, no cryptocurrency is going to be in this deal. How much cryptocurrency or digital assets are held by Signature? About $4 billion worth. The FDIC will provide these deposits, the crypto digital asset deposits, directly to the customer's accounts that are associated with the digital banking business. Now, here's the juice. Remember last week when Reuters reported that the FDIC, um, they said that whoever acquires Signature Bank can't deal with crypto? Well, the FDIC came out and denied that. They said, no, we never said that. However, it's weird that crypto's not in this deal, right? Well, according to Nick Carter, that's proof that the FDIC lied. He tweeted, wow, wow, the FDIC lied and Reuters was correct. I'm shocked, shocked, I tell you. This is the same FDIC chair who presided over the choke point 1.0, by the way. Is this an attack, a coordinated attack, on digital assets in the cryptocurrency industry, Web3 as a whole? Or is it just coincidence that Signature Bank was shut down? People were raving the red flag saying that there was no reason to shut Signature down. And now crypto is not part of this deal? You let me know in the comments. Venezuela's crypto regulator targeted with a $5 million bounty and removed and arrested. So, Mr. Ramirez, the top authority on the cryptocurrency policies in Venezuela, has been removed from his position by none other than the president, Nicolas Maduro. Ramirez, since that removal, has been arrested and he's under investigation for participating in a scheme to steal Venezuela's oil operations. Venezuelan newspaper reported that authorities are investigating a corruption scheme through which $3 billion from Venezuelan oil sales were diverted so not to appear on the official accounts of the Venezuelan government. The new National Superintendent of Crypto Assets and Related Activities is Annabel Ferendez. We have a discovery in Microsoft's new Edge browser. 
it looks like they might be putting a crypto wallet in there. And looking at these screenshots, it looks very much, very, very similar to Coinbase. Yet, it does give me a little bit of a hint of MetaMask. Is this a precursor to Microsoft getting into Web3 and crypto? I mean, everybody's saying that there's a tax on crypto. Does these big companies, these Fortune 500s, Fortune 100s, do they know something that the average person doesn't? Maybe that there is a coordinated, I mean, putting on my tinfoil hat right now, maybe there is something coordinated. And these companies are going to set up to capitalize on it because we know crypto and Web3 is not going away. Just maybe they're going to be controlled by the Fed, government regulation, and the big companies. But just because big companies are getting into crypto and Web3 doesn't mean EOS is going to stop because they're going to commit $20 million to build dApps and games on the EOS blockchain. Why? Why now? Well, this is coming ahead of next month's launch of EOS's Ethereum Virtual Machine. The CEO of the EOS Foundation said this, with $20 million up for grabs for our EVM projects, we expect a massive influx for developers who want to take advantage of the funding opportunities. And this is a commitment from the foundation to attract developers and builders to the EOS blockchain. Users, they have a lot of choices in the crypto space. What blockchain do you build up on? I mean, so that's why you need an incentive. $20 million, hey, if you have a startup, you want to build on blockchain, build here. We'll give you money to do so. Because the competition is fierce with a lot of new blockchains or relatively new blockchains, Arbitrum, ZK Sync, Optimism, Solana, not to mention older blockchains that have been around for a while. Cardano, Silica, Stellar. Where would you build? Obviously, the one that's offering the money. Sam Altman, the creator of ChatGPT, says, We are a little bit scared. And he warns of artificial intelligence. Sam Altman said this to ABC News on Thursday. We've got to be careful here. I think people should be happy that we are a little bit scared of this. I'm particularly worried that these models could be used in for large-scale disinformation. Now that they're getting better at writing computer code, they, these AI models, could be used for offensive cyber attacks. Altman, however, he also pointed out that AI only works under directions, direct input from humans. It awaits for somebody to give input. This is a tool that is very much in human control. But he said that he had concerns about which humans had input control. He continued to say, there will be other people who don't put the same safety limits that we put on it. Society, I think, has a limited amount of time to figure out how to react to that, how to regulate that, and how to handle it. He also wanted to elaborate a little bit on how he developed ChatGPT4. And he says that now it's not about memorization. It's not about just collecting information and remembering things and then regurgitating back to the users. This process uses deductive reasoning. The thing I try to caution people the most, he says, is what I call the hallucinations problem. The model will confidently state things as if they were facts that are entirely made up. The right way to think about these models, this new AI, is that we create reasoning engines, not a fact database. While the technology could act as a database, that is not really what's special about them. We want them to do something closer to the ability of reason, not to memorize. I think this is a good point to remember what Elon Musk said. This technology could be more dangerous than nuclear weapons. Balaji Srivasan, the former CTO of Coinbase, made an insane Bitcoin prediction, and he put money on the table for it as well. He wagered $2 million that Bitcoin will hit $1 million in 90 days or by June 17th. So how did this all start? Well, the wager was initiated on March 17th when Twitter user James Medlock offered to bet anyone $1 million that the United States would not experience hyperinflation. A few hours later, here comes Biology to accept the bet. 
Under the terms of the bet, if Bitcoin's price fails to reach $1 million by June 17th, Medlock will win $1 million of USDC and one Bitcoin. If it hits $1 million, Balaji can keep the Bitcoin and the $1 million USDC. And to make sure that Balaji is good on the bet, well, he tweeted, I'm moving $2 million into USDC for the bet. I would do it with Medlock and one other person. Sufficient to prove the point. So Balaji's whole thesis here is that hyperinflation is coming and that everybody's going to pour money into Bitcoin as a safe haven from this hyperinflation. And so Bitcoin will hit a million dollars. For Bitcoin to hit a million dollars, the market cap will have to be $19 trillion or 3,600% gains from this point right now. I mean, hey, we are up 66% on the year, but $19 trillion market cap. Let's compare that to the stock market. The stock market is at $40.5 trillion. So here's my opinion. Will Bitcoin hit $1 million? There is no effing way. Two reasons. Number one, if hyperinflation does hit in a way that it pushes Bitcoin's market cap up to $19 trillion, then we're talking that everything in the United States have went totally bonkers in price. $100,000 eggs, $200,000 loaf of bread, maybe a half a million dollar chicken. So it doesn't matter if you have one Bitcoin or 100 Bitcoin. If you're converting that to US dollars, you're screwed. So do we go off the dollar standard to the Bitcoin standard? If that does happen, we have bigger problems than just inflation. We have the fall of our banking system, of our government, of the US dollar, and the global reserve currency. Second reason why this isn't gonna happen. The safe haven for hyperinflation is not gonna be Bitcoin. Now look, I do think that Bitcoin is going to be a place in the future, even now, for people to store a lot of money. It's gonna be a store of value. And when we have an ETF, we're gonna see it even go higher in value. But this is gonna take time, it's not gonna be overnight. In 90 days, we're not gonna go from a half a trillion dollar market cap to $19 trillion in market cap, meaning that everybody just finds $19 trillion of liquidity and just moves it into Bitcoin. Come on, it's absolutely impossible. Now, I don't know what they're trying to do here. I think it's for clicks. I think it's for gossip. I think that they're coordinating with each other. It's, there's no way Bitcoin's going to a million dollars. And if it does, well, I hope you're holding Bitcoin. Now, speaking of holding Bitcoin, let's go into those crypto prices. And the time is 9.09 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $28,212, up 3.5% in 24, or 26% in 7. By the way, Bitcoin has climbed to a nine-month all-time high. Ethereum's at $1,781, pretty much even in 24, but up 12% in 7. Tether's number 3, Binance is at 3.39, pretty much even in 24. It's up 13.5% in 7. And USDC is number 5, running off the top 10. We have XRP, Cardano, Matic, Doge, and Solana, which is up 9.4%. The total market cap, we're sitting at 1.18 trillion. We have a BTC dominance of 46.3 and an F dominance of 18.5. And that was our show today. We'll be back tomorrow. Make sure you, that you share this, like, subscribe, and please leave comments. And until tomorrow, happy hodling everyone. Hey, everyone. The bull run is coming. It's coming quick. And you need to be up to date on everything that's happening in the Web3 space. So please follow us on Twitter and like, subscribe, share these videos so we can keep you up to date daily on Web3 News.